Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to Two Dudes in a Nest with your hosts, Michael and Justin, right here on the Retro Junkies Network. Justin. What's up, man? Merry Christmas. Yeah, Christmas in March. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Talking about a Christmas game here in March. Yeah. You think, you know know what happened? I'm pretty sure I know what happened. I think when I first posted the um, choose our next game thing on on the interwebs, Mm -hmm. it was right around Christmas time. And we got a bunch of votes for Home Alone right. right around that time. And I'm thinking they thought that we'd be able to get to it by Christmas. Right. But sorry, D-Patters, you're getting Christmas in March. Yeah, well, that's not all right. That's all right. Uh, oddly enough, since we're talking about Home Alone, um, I have seen this uh, movie along with Home Alone 2 about, I'd say, combined 128 times since mid-December. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, my daughter is obsessed with Home Alone now, ever since seeing it uh, on TV, like I said, about mid-December. So, uh, still watching it, and it's almost the end of March. So, this is not too odd for me. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, maybe other people are in the same boat as you. Just keep watching it. It's, it's like Groundhog Day, but with Home Alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every day they wake up and watch it. Mm-hmm. You know... That uh, uh, John Hughes, which I didn't realize this until watching the movie over Christmas. John Hughes like did a lot of really good movies. Now he wrote this one, Home Alone Two. He wrote Christmas Vacation. He wrote Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He wrote National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm. Um, Uncle Buck, which he actually thought of. The, the idea for Home Alone while filming Uncle Buck. And he wrote it specifically really? for Macaulay Culkin because Macaulay Culkin's in Uncle Buck too. Um, He's yeah, in Uncle Buck too? I haven't seen Uncle Buck too yet. I don't, is there an Uncle Buck too? <laughs> I don't think so. Uncle Buck too goes, Uncle Buck goes to Timbuktu? Yeah. Uncle Buck too. Uncle Buck and Timbuktu. 
<laughs> Tim Buck too. Uh, Tim Buck is uh, Uncle Buck's son. <laughs> <laughs> so they're twins. They're both named Tim. Tim mm-hmm. Buck too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a multiplier. Right. Tim Buck and two in parentheses. <laughs> right. All right. So All right. home alone for the Ness. Yes. I want to do a shout out to the Retro Junkies real quick. Sure, let's do that. Okay, let's see how many you can name. Hmm. Let's see. Turtle Flakes, mm-hmm. Genesis Gems. Okay. The Super Show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 90s Entertainment Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Retro Obscura. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking. Atari. Atari, man. Um, I'd well Atari Atari 7600 and what's the other one? There's two Ataris, right? There's a 2600 and a 7800. Right. Got those confused. That's okay. How embarrassing. Um, let me think. What about the ColecoVision? ColecoVision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Star Wars. Nerds Unite. Oh, it's Star Wars show. Nerds. Right. Yeah. Is comic book nerds within Retro Junkies, or are they just no, kind of they have pot, they have potty mouths, so oh, no. we can't invite them in. Tim. <laughs> we can shout them out, but they're not part of the Retro yeah. Junkies. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I actually just guested on their show not too long ago. Did Bloodshot. So if people want to hear me, they can go check me out on Comic Nerds Unite. Yeah. Now I'll have to go on Star Wars, because I'm a big Star Wars fan. I know yeah, you're okay. not as big of a Star Wars fan. Mm, not really. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, if you're listening, I just invited myself to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't bring me on or else it'll be a, just an awkward conversation the whole time. Mm-hmm. Who's... I'd, like, I'd, I'd like to talk about Jar Jar Binks for two hours. Yeah. Who's uh, who's Blake uh, Moon Runner? Blake, Blake Moon Runner? Who, what are we talking about? <laughs> that that would be me on the show. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett playing clarinet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's right. a that's a that's a weird Al reference. Oh. Okay. So, pretty good job shouting them out. I think, I think you pretty much got them all. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's a few that you probably missed, and I'm sorry. I just I wanted you to do it so that if anybody asked me why didn't you shout our show out, I'll be like, hey. Just it's Justin's just fault. Right. Right. So, blame it all so, on me. That's fine. Yeah, but just, if people want to just check out the Retro Junkies, you can find them all there. Are they? Are we still recording minis? Um, they kind no, of not really. They've been kind of, they're not discontinued, but I was the one that was responsible for putting them all up, mm-hmm. and I got really busy, so... I, yeah. I quit being able to put them up, and so people quit recording them since they weren't yeah. going up. We've got a few still in the backlog if we ever want to start back up again, though. Okay. All right. Well, I just, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast right there. Well, I just, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were about to start cussing me out, but then you realized family-friendly, so. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so you get some history? Justin's Historical Tidbits and Trivia. I 
I do. I've got a little bit. Sweet. Alright, so Home Alone, obviously made after the Home Alone movie that came out almost a year before the game actually came out. Uh, the movie came out in um, November of 1990 and was one of the highest grossing films of that year. Actually was the highest gro- uh, grossing international comedy of all time as of right now at $533 million made internationally. Um, yeah. Uh, probably one of the most famous movies from our childhood. Uh, definitely a favorite. Uh, many people, and then this movie came in, and or this game came in, and uh, at, at around a year later, at October 1991, it was developed. The NES version was developed by Bethesda Softworks. Now Bethesda's done several other uh, games under movie titles. They did the Terminator, Star Trek, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, but they're probably most famous for. Um, Acquiring uh, from Interplay the Fallout games, which are pretty popular in today's games. Um, based in Bethesda, Maryland. And uh, this game was published by THQ, which has published many famous NES games. Uh, the composer of the music was George Sanger. I don't think he did as quite as good of a job as uh, um, John Williams for the movie. But George Sanger also did Maniac Mansion. Uh, I could hear that. And I was going to ask you, I, th- I think it sounds a lot like Maniac Mansion. Yeah, I can hear so, that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's really it for the history. There's not a lot to it. Um, although the, uh, the in the NES version, there's two different game over screens. Um, one having Kevin Callister... Performing his trademark screaming face with a speech balloon on the left side that reads Oh No, and the other one having a large cloud with Oh No in the middle of it. Hmm. Huge difference there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Order of Wood's more rare. Excuse me, I'll be yawning because it's super early. Yeah. I'm not really <laughs> sure. I don't know. Uh, and why there was a change, I would. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And then this game was also released for Game Boy, which people talked about on our uh, Facebook page, talked about the Game Boy version. Um, Super Nintendo and Sega, so which I don't know how similar those other versions were. I haven't played those other versions. Have you played any of the other versions? No, I have not. And I'm not sure if I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, so... Did you have this game, or did you find this game, or... The Game Discussion I did not have this game. I did not have time to find this game um, between last recording and this one, so I cheated Uh and and played it on the PSP. Yeah. That's all right. I had to do an emulator as well because I went to uh, the game store down the road, uh, and they didn't have it. And so and you was... live you live in you live in Timbuktu with, exactly uh, with Uncle Buck and with Uncle Buck, right? And I didn't have time to order it online, so I didn't get it. So I had to just play an emulator version of it. Um, 
But anyway. Yeah. So there's the quick quest segment there. <laughs> Power and three. So let's talk about the game. The game discussion. This is going to be a pretty short show. Yeah. So Anyways. what do you think about this game? Uh, I just don't understand the point of it. I just don't get it. Well, here's the thing. If there's there's a lot of games out there. We talked about this with Super Mario Brothers 2 last week that, you know, how well would they have sold not having the name that they had on them, you know. Home Alone, we've talked about movies that have been made of uh, from or games that have been made from movies. And some of them are just thrown together cheaply, kind of not really a lot to them. And I think this one just chalks up to one of those examples. Uh, I think a lot of people probably like this game a lot for the same reasons that I liked Ghostbusters, a game that we talked about a long time ago. And that's because mm-hmm. it's nostalgia. You remember it as a, as a kid. And it, it may have been fun for me playing it if I'd played it back then. You know, being such a big fan of the Home Alone franchise, and if I played it back then, I may have thought, this game's pretty cool. But, it's also one of those games that I don't know if has a lot of replay value. You kind of play it, and I'm not sure you're going to go back to it a lot. Yeah, I, uh, when when I found out that it was Bethesda that made it, mm-hmm. I, I thought, wow, I that you know, this maybe this is going to be good. But, um... At the same time, once I played it, I thought, oh, are you sure this is Bethesda, not like LJN? <laughs> yeah, it does but feel like an LJN. It does. And maybe it's because it's a movie tie-in, and LJN always had the movie tie-in stuff going, mm-hmm. you know? But I just, I kind of like the premise, the try to stay alive for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's basically all you're doing, right? You're trying to keep yeah. from getting caught by the wet bandits for mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that idea, but to me, there was the gameplay didn't provide you with much to do in that 20 minutes. Right. You know, like you, you just could... kind of ran around and picked stuff up and dropped it back down on the floor. Right. And they'd hit it, and what I thought was happening at first was they were shrinking, but I guess they were falling down. Um but you could hide also, like behind uh-huh. dressers and stuff. But you could only do all... that a couple times before they figured it out. Right, and they're just going to grab you anyway. Um, one thing that I thought was odd, and this is just kind of maybe the graphical limitations, but at the same time I think that's a lazy excuse, and and that is the basement versus the house, mm-hmm. okay? And then, like, you walk on the grass that seems like there's two different houses, more or yeah. less. It's not the, like the, the basement's not connected. Is, yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Like the basement and the grass and... I don't know. It's it's almost like if they would have just left the grass and the house and the treehouse. Which the treehouse is kind of cool because you go mm-hmm. across the rope to get the treehouse. Mm-hmm. But, and then made the basement an, another screen or something instead of yeah. on the same screen down at the bottom. To where you like go in between screens into the basement. Yeah. But that brings up another point for me, and that is stairs. <laughs> like, the the vertical stairs are fine, because you just press up, and you go to mm-hmm. the vertical stairs. But I could not figure out how to go up the, the, the diagonal stairs easily. Mm-hmm. Like, you press up, and that doesn't really do it. You no. press left or right, and it doesn't really do it. You yeah. press diagonal up and left, and 
it kind of does it sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't do it. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I, di- I died so many times trying to go up the diagonal stairs. That, and I think that that's kind of one of those things that, uh, because there's not a lot to this game, I think the the gameplay seems okay. But if there was more to it, it wouldn't have seemed as great, like the the controls. Because most of the time, you're just moving back and forth. You don't really do much. But um, if you if there was more levels to it, I think it would be the 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 gameplay limitations would have really shown. Um, so now one thing that kind of it's the same song pretty much over and over again, and then until you get outside. And it changes. Mm-hmm. Or in the basement. So I guess if you're in cold, damp environments, the music changes. Oh, it does for me. So, well, yeah. The well, music in my head changes every time. When I go outside, depending on the weather, you know, and then mm-hmm. when I go down into the basement, it's you know, Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like Mario. Right. Mario goes, yeah. I, I mean, I think video games imitate real life. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may be listening in my head. I may be listening like uh, James Taylor in the house. And then mm-hmm. I go outside, and maybe it's it's some Daft Punk out in the yard. And then I go down in the basement, and it turns into Metallica. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. That makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so, Kevin, let's. One thing I thought was interesting were the sprites. Now, Kevin seems okay, but the way that the wet bandits walk. They kind of just flail their arms down, and it kind of reminded me of a Charlie Brown character. That's, uh, in, that's in I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> they just kind of flop their arms as they walk, <laughs> like Charlie Brown did in all the television shows. Yeah. And I thought Kevin looked like he was always squatting, like he's about to pull a car yeah. or something yeah, was. As, as he yeah. walked. He was holding it. He was holding the car. Maybe that's what it is. There's not really a bathroom in the house, and he's like, where he can't really. Doesn't Who doesn't have, time. have a bathroom in their house? Well, you know, it's, and it's also he doesn't really have time to go to the bathroom either right. because um, uh, they're going to catch him. So he's, but he's got to go really bad. So, yeah, I can't imagine what it'd be like to have to pull a car while I was being attacked by bandits. Right. So, you know what they could have used in this game? A bathroom. Well, that for Kevin's sake. But uh, little old man Marley. You know who old man Marley is? Mm, I'm not super familiar with Home Alone. I've only watched it a handful of times. Oh, wait till you have children. You'll watch it <laughs> plenty. Um, he's the old man that shovels the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he sees him in the church. Yeah. yeah. He ends up being a really nice guy. Right. You, this game definitely could have used him. He, he could have been outside and could have, you know, how he hits them and over the head with the shovel at the end of the movie. Yeah, like you, you, if you can make it to 15 minutes, all of a sudden he comes in and takes one of them out. And in the last mm-hmm. five minutes, you don't have to deal with one of them or something. Right. Yeah. That would be cool. That would yeah. be cool. So. And meanwhile, Carol of the Bells plays when he comes in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, you know, they could have even added like a, a feature like Kevin wouldn't go near Old Man Marley. Like if Old Man Marley's in one area of the house, he can't go near it because he's scared of him. And then later on, he's, he's able to go near him. <laughs> Why would he be in your house? Well, okay. Maybe when he's outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One thing that kind of disappointed me in the game is I think it could have been a little easy to 
make the different traps do different things to the characters. That's yeah, I wanted to say that too. But they don't do they just all do the same thing. They just fall. Because one of the coolest parts of the movie was all the different things that Kevin thought of to mm-hmm. prevent these guys from getting him, you know? Right. Whether it was make them fall down the stairs or I don't even remember all the stuff he did. Mm-hmm. Thumbtacks on the floor or something. But if they would have just been able to take each item that he uses and just make it do something slightly different, you know, right. instead of just every item makes them fall flat on their back. Right. Yeah. It, it could have been because, you know, there's different items. You got the paint can. You've got the, the hot iron thing that I'm not real sure what that is. Um, that he puts around the door in the movie. What is that thing? I don't know. Um, but you can see that those are different things. Yeah, see, when I first started playing the game, I actually thought I had to set the traps instead mm-hmm. of just set it on the floor. Because I walked, um, see, I walked to the right, right off the bat, and I saw the TV sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the TV, and I thought I needed to go to the kitchen and put it up, and that would, like, scare them away from the kitchen or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I saw the, I guess it was little toy cars. So I went, I, I went and set that at the, like at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And because I thought maybe it'd make them fall down the stairs, but no. When they hit, they hit it, they just fell down. Yeah, same thing over and over. Same again. thing with the TV too. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we're just dogging this game that it's it's similar. It, it's it's quite popular, it seems, with the D padders, but. Uh, you know, it could have just been one guy voting it up 30 times. It could have been. And in that case, then I really hope that guy doesn't hate us for this. Well, you know, like I said, I think if I played this game 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I was really into Home Alone, I may have a different opinion or at least a more nostalgic opinion of it, but playing it now, I'm just not really impressed. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, I really like the premise of the game. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of having to stay away from the bad guy. Yeah. Um, for a certain amount of time. I think it's, if I would look, if I try to, if I think back and try to look through this in like maybe arcade glasses, right? Like if I was putting quarters in and this was just the arcade game, to see how long I could last on a quarter or something, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, okay, it's okay. It, I mean, it wouldn't mm-hmm. take but maybe one or two of my quarters before I decided to go to a different arcade game, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's 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 no Deadly Towers. Let's no, it's not that. that bad. It's not, yeah. It's more like a Ghostbusters. I think it's, it, although Ghostbusters had a little more gameplay to it than this, um, it's kind of in the same vein. Yeah. So I'm looking at the the stage here, and or the 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 game layout. There is a bathroom, but no toilet. Who does that? The Callisters don't poop. <laughs> so I I wanted to bring this up, and I'm going to pull this up on our uh, screen here. Okay. On Google Hangouts. So you've got the... This is what happens when you get caught, right? Uh Uh-huh. 
The oh no. That's the one I saw. Yeah. Okay. Now this this looks like a young Macaulay Culkin. This looks like a young young kid here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right on. What happened? And then when you beat the game, now I didn't beat the game, but I uh, uh, looked this up. This is the end screen. Okay, this looks like Daniel Stern. This doesn't really look like uh, Joe Pesci. Who is this guy? Can you see? Him? <laughs> that's a well. He was in there for twenty whole minutes, so that's a, that's adult Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like all of a sudden Macaulay Culkin is thirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, and Macaulay Culkin's old. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, so anyway. let's let's wrap it up. Let's talk about the graphics real quick. We already kind of mentioned them. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty okay. Yeah, it's very colorful. The sprites move weird, but yeah. yeah. And like you said, uh, Kevin, he's in a cross position. So yeah. generous. Getting ready to pull Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, we talked about the music. We said it was pretty good, but it's kind of repetitive. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It's kind of got that almost mischievous feel to it. Yeah, but what about the what about the sound effects? I didn't even really notice the sound effects. Mm, they were, I mean, they were okay, I guess. Okay, they I didn't seem to bother me. I'm getting a I'm getting a feeling from uh, a general feeling about this game. It seems like everything we say is. Okay. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. I did want to mention uh, we didn't officially announce a high score challenge for this game. Yeah. So you probably didn't don't have a high score to announce. Mm-hmm. But one of a one of the D patters from the Facebook group has started a high score board. Yeah. Specifically for our Facebook group. Um, and we have some scores for Home Alone. I put one up, and we also have two other people that put one up. So, drum roll, please. The top three, and the only three. The only three, aka the top three scores. I come in at number three. I'm third place with 13,630. Baz comes in in second place with 17,770. And then Sean, the guy who started this high score board, and now I'm I, I'm thinking why gets number one uh, <laughs> with twenty two thousand one hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that we're getting this high score board. I suggest that everybody come join our Facebook group. I'm not sure how it's going to go moving forward. If it gets too big, we may just have two groups. We may have a two two dudes high score group and a regular group, or mm-hmm. We may try to incorporate the high scores into the website somehow, but Sean's done an awesome job on this, and I want to move forward with it. I think it's really cool. Very good, yeah. I would also like to make him an honorary dude because he put a, he's obviously put a lot of work into this, mm-hmm. and so I think he should be an honorary dude. Yeah. So, honorary dude, Sean, thank you for your hard work on the leaderboard. It looks really sweet. Yeah. And um, so, moving forward, I'd also like to issue a challenge for every game that we do. So yeah, absolutely. I think we and now we have a way to track it officially with via our Facebook group. So, right. 
So one more question for you about this game okay. before we before we move into the trophies and whatnot. Uh, is it fun? Is it worth it? Is it worth the money? How much does it go for? Well, it's I eight dollars. Like, I guess it's like three questions, but it's like eight dollars on uh, uh, Amazon. If you want to mm-hmm. go up and check that out. Uh, you know, if I had this week, if I had ran into it for eight bucks, I probably would have paid it. Playing it on the emulator, I'm not sure. I guess it's worth eight bucks. I mean, eight bucks for a game's not bad. Okay, I would say, I would say it depends on what you already have in your library. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't necessarily buy it for eight bucks unless I had a bunch of other great eight buck games already in my yeah. library. You know, because there's yeah. probably a lot of other games that you can get for eight dollars. Yeah, I bought Kung Fu for like five bucks. Yeah, so I would definitely go for Kung Fu before this one. Yeah. And I would just do my research. Don't trust us on it, on this one, because we don't have any nostalgia glasses on. Right. If you played it as a kid, yeah, go ahead and pick it up if you think you liked it. But I'm not sure I would drop $8 on it. Or uh, check it out on the emulator first. And if you really like it, then, then go for it. Yeah. Emulator, a.k.a. Demo, right? That's how we're going to call it. Yeah. It's a demo. That's a pretty way to put it. Okay, so we're moving into retrofitted trophies. But first, let's mention... the This is this will probably be the last mention of a sponsor, now that we've got the Patreon going. But I want to mention one more time the GNT show, or GNT podcast. Uh, I talked about them a little bit last episode, that they're movies and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mention how cool that their website is. They've got a website just full of stuff. I mean, not just podcast episodes, but they got like a, a book club thing mm-hmm. where they, I guess they got episodes about books and they got blogs and all kinds of stuff. Um, so check them out, www.gntshow.com. G as in grapes, and T as in tacos. Tacos. <laughs> so, G and T, show.com. <clears throat> it may be 9 o'clock in the morning, but tacos still sound good to me. I'm thinking Taco Bell breakfast might be in my future. That is something I still have not tried. Oh, man, waffle tacos are good. And you know why I haven't tried it? You don't because have Taco Bell. When, well, no, I've got to talk about But usually when I'm like out in the morning and need to get breakfast, I'm like going to work. And I have to be at work by 7. And Taco Bell doesn't open until 7. Oh. So I've tried to get it a few times, dumb. but it's like, I mean, I've already got to be somewhere by the time they're opening, so it didn't really work out. Yeah, but I'm going to have well. to try it. And the waffle taco, to quote Adam Carolla, is like something that you would see Homer Simpson eating if he was trying to get fat. <laughs> it's actually not, it doesn't have that many calories. It only got like 300 <laughs> for a waffle taco. So I like it. Bacon waffle taco. That's where it's at. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, I did put up on Facebook a few weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it. There's a, there's a baseball team somewhere. I think it's a minor league team. Yeah, it's a minor league team. That is uh, selling a donut dog 
is a hot dog, but instead of a bun, it's like the bun's made of donut. Uh, <laughs> and it's got is bacon it, on top of it. Is it a jelly donut? No, I think it's just like a regular glazed donut oh. with a hot dog and then bacon on top. Hey, I did one time, and I don't know why we're talking about food because I haven't had breakfast yet, but I did one time um, make a donut burger, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I just took a donut, sliced it in half, and made a cheeseburger and put it between two buns. Or what you could do. Or not buns, but between the halves of a donut. Yeah, that sounds really good. But what you could do is like get some hot donuts now from Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. You know how they're just like soft and mushy anyway? Yeah. Just, just, just take, just go ahead. I mean, you're, you're doing it anyway. Take two donuts. <laughs> no, no, no. But what burger, two donuts, one on top, mm, one on the bottom. That's, uh, hmm. I can feel my stomach getting bigger already. <laughs> I'm going to have to go run just for talking about that. Yep. Okay. Retrofitted trophies. Do you um, have any? Retrofitted trophies. I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is it? The seven going on 30 award. That is oh, yeah? for beating the game. Because then... Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Seven going on 30. Is that how old Kevin was? Seven? Well, I'm trying to think. Before, when I was trying to... When I was thinking about that trophy, I think he claims in Home Alone 2, if I can remember correctly, that he's eight. So, Home Alone 1, he would have been six. But... I don't know. But, if okay, so Home Alone 1 was made in 90. Home Alone 2, 1992. This game, 1991, so that would have made him 7. Okay. All right. It's good math you got going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, uh, I'm going to not do one because the only one I thought of was probably not family friendly. And the, <laughs> reason I, the reason I thought of one at all Mm-hmm. Is because of all the on our Facebook page, all the feedback where they posted like one person posted a picture of Macaulay Culkin standing in between Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and then I thought, then I thought of what what if what would it be like if somebody made this game and replaced Marv and what's the other guy's name? Harry. Harry, Marvin, Harry with Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan, and like Macaulay Culkin's running around the house trying to get away from. Them. <laughs> no, it's my no. Don't 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 soil the name of Michael Jordan here. Just make it like uh, Michael Jackson and what was his monkey's name? Uh, I don't know, like Bobo or something. Yeah, Bobo. Michael Jackson and Bobo is chasing Macaulay Culkin around. <laughs> and then I thought of a funny trophy to go along with that, but. Uh, I think I've said enough. Okay. <laughs> I think I bet somebody's probably done that. At least put Michael Jackson from Moonwalker in the game chasing Macaulay Culkin. Like a hack or something. Oh, I got another trophy. Just thought of one. Okay. The Moonwalk trophy. Because at certain points of the game, if you're in like the treehouse and you go backwards, Kevin doesn't turn around. He walks backwards and it looks like he's moonwalking. Oh, okay. I meant to so bring that walk, up. Walk backwards across the tree, or, or you go in the treehouse, mm-hmm. and like you go towards the wall. But if you start backing up, he doesn't turn around. He just starts like walking backwards, and it looks like oh, he's okay. moonwalking. I meant to bring that up during the gameplay. I forgot about it. Now, didn't Macaulay Culkin hang out with my with 
all the, the two Michaels? Well, I don't know about Jordan as much as Jackson. I know that, you know, there was that, he used to go over to Michael Jackson's house a lot, and during Michael Jackson's trial, Macaulay Culkin was involved. He was doing the, uh, he was a witness for Michael Jackson, saying that, you know, he was over there a lot, and nothing ever happened to him, but, yeah. Something happened to him, but it may not have been Michael Jackson's fault. (laughs) Yeah. He's uh, an interesting character nowadays. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's give it a rating. Want to? Game rating. Okay. Um, you want to do a a type of trap? Okay. Type of trap. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a bear trap. Okay. Because they're scary. They mm-hmm. can trap people. Yeah. And they hurt. It's like this game hurts. Hurts split. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm going to go along those lines, and I'm going to say mouse trap, And I'm going to say it hurts really bad, may even break a finger, but you'll live. You'll be all right. Okay. All right. So this game hurts really bad, but you'll live. Yeah. Okay. In my case, bear trap hurts really bad, but you may lose a leg. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ringing endorsement for this game. Yeah. Uh, Okay. At least it's not a not a dog turd this time. Yeah. What was that for? Deadly Towers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You ready for some feedback? Yes, I'm ready for some feedback. All right, so on our Facebook page, not the group, we've got uh, Raymond Gallant says, not as horrible as people claim, really. Also an early Bethesda game. Okay, and Tom Sherlock says, oh man, I love this game to death, Game Boy version 2. Okay, Tom. Maybe maybe he just has glowing feelings about the Game Boy version. I bet the I bet playing this on Game Boy would be pretty cool because you just you don't have to play it for very long. You just pick it up, play it for a minute, put it down. On the way to out to dinner. Yeah. Panda Guzman Peter says, "OMG! Ah, I mean, no. Well, the people have spoken." I think he's in our in our camp on that one. So Tom Sherlock and. Um, Raymond Gallant liked this game better than we did, apparently. Although I think Raymond might feel the same way as we do. Just kind of like not as terrible as whatever. Alright. Over on the group, we got Eric Purcell throws up a meme, says, I'm just here looking for Kevin. It's a picture of uh, Kathleen O'Hara. Okay. Um, Kevin's mom. Uh, Joe... Okay. How do you say his last name? Copel. Copel. Okay. Because this was a big discussion, and, and John kept calling him <laughs> other <than my> name. <laughs> Jim and, and uh, Josh. Jack and yeah. Josh. Yeah. Okay. Joe Copel says, I was told if you don't have anything nice to say, well, then you shouldn't. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron Hickman said, Home Alone was my... Absolute favorite movie as a kid. I used to drive my older brothers insane because I would watch it every day and cry to my mom if I didn't get to watch it. 
At some point, we had a copy of the NES game, which I recall actually remember liking. Um, I knew it wasn't the best game, what with the cheesy sound effects and uneven graphics. I think my favorite part was just being able to climb on the zip line to the treehouse to outwit the wet bandits, who always seemed one step ahead. Was this an early survival horror game? No matter what traps I set, I could never escape the house and the bandits. Side note, based on the many ways Kevin McAllister tortured his enemies in the movie, do you think he'd grow up to be a to become a psychopath? Hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one thing I do think, no offense, Aaron, but you sound a little, kind of like a brat as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just teasing, Aaron. You didn't turn out to be a brat as an adult. So it's, good. it's all good. Joe Copel said, uh, Aaron, didn't he, I mean, did you see Party Monster or The Good Son, LOL? This is true. The Good Son, he's he's pretty evil in The Good Son. Yeah, I didn't see Party Monster, but. Um, and Aaron replied back, and now he does pizza-themed covers of Velvet Underground songs. Yep, completely sane. And then we've got Eric Purcell and uh, Kyle Murphy put up some pictures. Aaron Hickman puts up the the picture with the two Michaels. Um, and we're really not talking about the game. It's a lot of <laughs> it's okay. If if people want to go check out the pictures yeah. and the memes, they can go check it out in the Facebook group. That, if you uh, can find I it, go, I mean, yeah, this Facebook group's getting pretty big. Yeah. Um. Although I wanted to say that Sean, our buddy that does the uh, um, the high score he put up he I guess he went out and bought it so it looks like I'll have to figure out what this game is all about so that makes his high score even all that more impressive that he just bought it and then played mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Yeah. and still got the high score and Aaron Hickman rounds out the comments with it's a constant cycle of death and rebirth it's the NES equivalent of the circle of life hmm. okay we're gonna get it. Go in the song now. Go in the, the song. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. Actually. Okay. All right. Is that all the feedback then? I don't That's have any it. voicemails or anything. Yeah, there wasn't. Uh, I thought there was a lot of feedback, but going back on it, there was just a lot of uh, chatter about yeah. memes and stuff. That's yeah. fine. I like yeah. that too. But oh yeah, it's not it's not, not conducive to talking about on the show. Right, not so. complaining. Okay, so what do we got right. left? I think that's about it, right? That's it. Pretty much wraps it up. A little bit of a short show, but that's okay. Yeah, well, uh, let's have a short shout out the retro right. junkies one more time. Can you think mm-hmm. of any that you missed from the beginning? Oh man, I should have been thinking of this while we were doing the show. You should um, just pulled up a list and then yeah, I pretended have. like you were the boss. But yeah, yeah. Don't do it now. Too late. Uh, Too late. uh, 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 uh. Too late. Retro Thought Uh, Pod. Oh, yeah. Retro Thought Pod. Mm Kind of dormant, but supposedly coming back if Nick and Chad get their act together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. So, show news. I just want to say that the Patreon is going, going well. Thank you to everybody for supporting us and... We are past the goal where Justin's getting a microphone. I will be 
we got one to try that I'm going to ship him very soon to mm-hmm. start off. I'll probably ship it to him this week. And then after that, we're working on trying to get to a retro junk box, which I put up for as our $30 goal. If we get to that, which we're past halfway, so we're well on our way there. Mm-hmm. But if we get to that, I will fill a box of awesome Nintendo junk and send it on through everybody. Yeah, and I've got some stuff that uh, to get to get out too. So yeah, or put in. I hope put in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not no. I'm just gonna take everything out. And I'm not gonna send it to anybody. <laughs> there Mine. you go. So we we've, we've we've got that started. As mm-hmm. soon as we hit thirty bucks, then we'll get that rolling. And uh, and also, I mean, if if we don't get to the thirty bucks, no big deal. I'll just do a smaller box because I've got enough stuff to fill a small box, starting us out. So mm-hmm. we'll just do a small box. But if we get to 30, then I'll do a normal full-size box. And that'll be cool. Yeah. But that's uh, pretty much it. I did want to say that, you know, we don't have any Patreon-exclusive stuff like that's exclusive to our Patreon listeners or the people who actually become patrons of us. And I don't want to do any kind of special episodes or anything like that. But if you guys have any ideas for something cool we could do outside of letting them pick the next game, which we've done. Um, and Tim is actually picking our next game. Tim from Comic Nerd Unite will be picking our next game. And he's already told me what it is, but I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. He wants to do Swamp Thing again, doesn't he? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Swamp Thing. But so if you guys have any cool ideas that we can do exclusive for the patrons... Feel free to uh, make suggestions. But as of right now, the really the only thing we do is we've got the pick our next game, we've got come on the show, and we've got mm-hmm. um, and we've got sponsorship thing, which only one person gets that, and that's the Hunnic Outcast. So Jeremy Fine here, along with Wyatt Jones, the Puce Gargantua, and we are Wild Stallions. No, we're we're going to cover everything from kaiju to comics to TV to video games. You name it, we'll cover it. And you never know where we're going to be. Right now, we're on Facebook.com, we're on Spreaker, iTunes, Twitter, TuneIn Radio. We're also partnered with the GeekCast Radio Network. We're everywhere, man. We're even in your breakfast cereals. In fact, this call is coming from inside your house. Yeah. So check us out. All one word, Hunnic Outcast. And we have brand new artwork thanks to Renee Batista. Finally, a podcast that will never be questioned, ever. For now, the one sponsorship goes to the Hunnic Outcast. And, until uh, he decides well, he doesn't want it anymore. I'm going to make one right now. Okay. Uh, if you donate $3,000, mm. we'll fly you out and we'll have lunch with you. <laughs> yeah, like somebody <laughs> wants to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was... I'll make, I'll, I will make that goal, though. $3,000 will fly you to Knoxville and we'll have lunch. Beautiful, beautiful Knoxville. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we'll have we, lunch. Yeah. We'll record a show together. And if you want us to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make make another one that's like a signed copy of a game. And then everybody's like, well, I'll just take the game. You don't have to sign it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> please, don't, please don't ruin the game with your signatures. Yeah. <laughs> just give me the game. Okay. That's so. Funny. You ready? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Where they find us? Check us out on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Google Plus, 
Instagram, all the cool social medias out there. Um, get involved in that in the group. A lot of good discussions go on out going on there. And how do you call us to leave us voicemails? Because we love voicemails so much. Uh, we do love voicemails, and that number is as I stall. While you're stalling, I'll say if you please go on iTunes and give us a rating if you haven't already. We love yes, those. That also they will get right on the show. Did you mention the website? Oh, the website. Yes, nesdudes.com, then tendudes.com, and um, twodudesinthenest.com. That uh, we have every episode we've done, a bunch of cool articles on there that's not written by us, but wrote by other people. Uh, you'll really enjoy that if you check that out. Yep, and also there's now a link on the left-hand side to the high score sheet. It shows people's high scores. So if you want to get on that, join the Facebook group. Yeah. Anyways, that number to call us and leave us a voicemail about either about the next game or if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail about pretty much anything. I mean, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. Just leave us a voicemail about, hey, my name is such and such, and I like my dog. Yep. You know, whatever you want to do. Uh, that number is 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1. Sweet. That's it. Where's Timmy? Where, let's get Timmy back on here. Yeah, Timmy. We need a call, man. We hadn't heard from you in a while. Mm-hmm. I'll text him, see if he wants to call us. Okay. All right. Good show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here comes the sounds for next week's game. Right here. I spilled coffee on my phone. (laughs) Time out. (laughs) Not a good way to start. I'm glad we. uh, I'm glad we got that recorded.